You're listening to a BGE podcast. My name is Chris Peltz, and this is my story. Being diagnosed at such an early age with RP, it was easy to make just about everything about me and myself. And I know I've mentioned in times past that vision loss doesn't just affect the one who's going through the loss of vision, but it affects everyone who's around them. But even with that idea in place, you know, we're still talking, you know, they're being affected by what you're going through. Well, Something happened in 1990 that helped me realize that, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not the center of the universe. I'm not the center of my own world. I, I uh, th- there are other people around me that have their own difficulties, their own issues and problems. My mother was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1990, and it, it was pretty difficult. My brother had already moved away to go to school and before joining the military. And it was, it was a pretty, it, it was a devastating diagnosis, especially in that time. You know, the, a lot of advancements had not yet been made. And while chemotherapy is still very rough and very hard on a lot of people, it was even harder back then. And they really didn't know, you know, what was going to happen it wasn't a very good outlook, and uh, my mom got really sick for a long time. She went through several remissions, but ultimately, metastatic breast cancer, as as the breast cancer just spread throughout the body, uh, you know, she fought it for nearly 15 years before passing away in uh, June 14th of 2004. But with that said, you know, I, I had a distraction from myself and my vision loss. And, and it was, you know, watching my mom go through not only treatments, but surgeries and uh, sickness and fighting really for her life. You know, what I was going through certainly affected my life, but it, it wasn't a threat of taking it like she was going through. And that that kind of helped change my perspective a little bit on, you know, what I was actually going through myself. My mom fought, and she fought hard, and she always had a great attitude about it. And I think sometimes it was said that, you know, she got that from me, but I think more so I got it from her more than anything else. But after graduating high school in 1992, I actually moved away. I moved to Little Rock, Arkansas, where I was going to go to college. And I actually went to a place called, at the time, Lions World Services for the Blind. And they were going to put me through a uh, summer intensive college prep English class. And this was strictly for the blind and visually impaired to help get them ready for college in case they were struggling with school or 
you know, with English writing um, and different things of that nature. And so they had a college professor that would come and who would teach that class Monday through Friday. And that was my first experience around other blind people. I mean, I had met a few here and there. I'd met a, you know, um, you know, a, a lady here in Springfield who had a visual impairment. I had uh, met another kid, you know, uh, you know, every once in a while in passing who had a visual impairment. But actually being around, hanging out with, getting to know others who had visual impairments, anywhere from, um, you know, a, a serious glaucoma um, and cataract situation, you know, uh, to someone who was born blind, to someone who uh, had albinism, um, you know, for cancer that had taken their sight. I mean, just a variety of situations and, and uh, so, you know, that folks were going through. So that helped me really see the, not only that variety, but also that a lot of folks were going through similar things that I was going through. Maybe not exactly, but it was certainly close enough to realize that I wasn't the only one. There were people that really could relate to what I was going through. And I realized that I could relate to what they were going through. Perhaps they needed a little bit of help, <clears throat> a little bit of encouragement as much as I did or even more. They didn't always have the support system that I had, the the friends that I had, the parents you know that I had that were there to push them, encourage them, and help them along the way and, and do their best to get them in a situation that would be setting them up for success rather than telling them that they could never do anything. And even the organization Lions World Services for the Blind had all kinds of classes, and uh, they had small engine repair. They had life skills they had an IRS program where they were actually training the blind and visually impaired to be computer programmers, to be involved in contact collection specialist, in service center specialist uh, for the Internal Revenue Service. And these blind and visually impaired individuals, they I mean, they were going through and learning all of these computer programs. And it, it was one of my first introductions to actually using a computer and using a screen reader at that time. But just being surrounded by these people that so many of them were so joyful, were just really nice, kind, some struggling, certainly, but living their lives. And it, it really showed me that I wasn't alone. And they were there to, you know, they really rallied around one another and they helped one another. So it was a really good experience. In fact, during that experience, I didn't finish the, uh, the college course. Instead, they were having interviews for the IRS program. So I decided, rather than go to college, I'm going to apply for a job. I'm just going to jump right into a career. And that's what I did. I applied. I went through the interview process. There were several different places that were interviewing 
for the IRS from Denver, Colorado to Jacksonville, Florida. Maybe one out in California as well, but also in St. Louis, Missouri. And it just so happened that I was actually offered the job in St. Louis, Missouri, which I took. So after moving to Little Rock in June of 1992, I began training in August, and in November, I moved to St. Louis and started working in collections for the IRS. <laughs> it, it was interesting. It, 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 you know, there were a few visually impaired individuals who were working there as well, who had gone through the very same program. But it, it was a difficult time as well, moving to a new place by myself, not knowing anyone, and then being surrounded by fellow employees who were my parents' age or older. <laughs> so it, it was pretty difficult as a young child. You know, I mean, I say young child, I mean, I was 18. Here I am starting this job as an 18-year-old with the Internal Revenue Service that could could turn into an awesome career, but it, it didn't. I, I wasn't really mature enough at the time to stick with it and to you really reap the benefits of the position that I was put in and really felt as though I needed to go back to school or needed to be around, if nothing else, you know, people my age, other influences. And so I turned in my notice uh, shortly after the St. Louis flood of 93. And I began going to college. I went first to Central Missouri State over in Warrensburg, Missouri, near Kansas City. And then I transferred down to Springfield, Missouri, a very familiar place. Moved in with my brother and started going to Southwest Missouri State, which is now Missouri State University. This whole time, being around, not, or you know, still seeing everything my mother was going through with cancer, keeping in touch with friends that I had made in Arkansas that were blind and visually impaired really helped me focus on more on others than myself and really have that mind to, you know, always want to help someone else, always want to be there for others and, and not make it all about myself. Of course, I say that, and here I'm doing this podcast that's about me and my life. But nevertheless, you know, I, I learned that certainly it's a benefit when we can think of others. In fact, the Bible even talks about that very thing. In Philippians chapter 2, he said, Think of the things of others more than the things of yourselves. And they showed the, you know, as Paul wrote to the Philippians, he showed the example of Christ who gave up the habitations of, of heaven left that habitation and came to this earth in the flesh, making himself in the form of a servant for others, for us. Even, even in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, consider others to stir up to love and good works. It is about others more than ourselves. And sometimes when we're going through difficulties, it's easy to 
literally lose sight of that very point.